So, uh, myself, well, really, Spike has this <laughs> idea of a $100 house boss. And he somehow roped myself and Claire into it. Uh, we're making a list that's suggested by you guys, our, our guests. So do you have an ingredient or a process that you think would be a good addition to this $100 hot sauce? So I think the first thing that comes to my mind is not necessarily an ingredient because that's that's your all's realm. But I would say um, the packaging. I, I think... The, and I don't just mean the bottle itself, which obviously, you know, will need to look nice, but I'm thinking greater than that, right? Um, think about the unboxing experience when you receive that product. Um, we'll take the, the, the Hot Ones 10-pack box, right? I don't know if you've ever seen that. When you get the full season box, um, it comes in a very special, fully branded box that has you know, each sauce for them. I mean, you know, Claire, you guys, Zach, you've been on there. I don't know if they were doing the 10 yeah. pack yeah, box yeah. back then, but I mean, they, they put a lot of work into the presentation of that. I mean, when you, when you unbox it, you know, that's, that's the, the first thing you think of, right? Before you even see the, the product, when you just first unopen un that box, what is it? What, what's the impression you get? If it's just a loose bottle of, of sauce in some foam, you know, bubble wrap, that's not a hundred dollar hot sauce to me, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's, that would be my contribution is to make that unboxing experience something special. I really I, like that. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is a, yeah. A specially Nobody's designed, that you know, wooden box or uh, just something, something fancy. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. you know, right. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. we're only doing 50 bottles, so we literally could do like a we, really nice We could nice do like 150 guy. bottles. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking at least 100, man. I mean, at least 100. Be, I mean, it would be hard. I mean, do do we have a pot small enough to make 50 bottles? Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, <laughs> I, do, Claire, I, do. I mean, I have I have um, pots to make like 10 bottles, but like then I just jump right up to 150. So the, I mean, the reason why I'm saying like, 50 bottles is because if we're going to do something that's where the cost of the ingredients and the processes go up to that out that outlay of funds is going to be yeah. pretty significant for all three of our companies. And so we need to True. make sure that we're balancing that. And also if it's a hundred dollars a bottle, I mean, 50 bottles, that's five grand, man. Uh, yeah. But okay. <laughs> if you and I have to buy plane tickets to go to Vermont to bottle this shit. I do think that should be part of the process and that we should be open about that. That is part of it is that we all are coming oh. together to make this sauce. And that's part of the expense. And we totally absolutely. document it too. We make a video yeah, about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I actually think I, I even that. know a videographer. We can talk about that later. Oh, <laughs> I like that. this. Yes. All right. This is the, the best, uh, so far, the best installment of the $100 hot sauce yet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. one of the best answers we've gotten so far. Yeah. Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. I'm Zach. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking to Clark Olmsted of Scoville.com. Hey, Clark. Hello. How are we doing? Very welcome good. Welcome. Shit. Yeah, there we go. Glad to be here. So why don't you tell us your history of hot sauce and spicy food? Like, what got you into hot sauce? Sure. Yeah, and it's probably, I don't know if it's typical or not typical, because I hear a lot of people say, oh, I've loved 
you know, hot sauce my whole life and blah, blah, blah. And that's probably the opposite for me. Um, growing up, I was not a spicy fan. Yeah. So, uh, it was, it was just something that was not in my house. So I never really tried it. Um, except for maybe going to restaurants or stuff like that. Uh, so I just, I just wasn't around it. Wasn't a huge fan of it. And even, you know, I'd have black pepper and be like, Oh, there's too much black pepper in this. It's, it's spicy or whatever, you know, like my children. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that was basically me until I was, I don't know, probably 25 when I started just kind of, you know, I guess a little bit earlier, but you know, you went off to college and, and kind of started to experiment with my own flavor palette as, as opposed to, you know, what my parents would, would cook for me, you know, no disrespect to what they made, but it just wasn't, again, it just wasn't available. Um, so I just didn't try it growing up. Um, but then I just slowly started to get into really not so much hot sauce, but more spicy, um, whether it would be like spicy taco mixes or spicy, you know, chili or stuff like that, that I'm like, oh, I, I kind of like this. Let's let's try out this hot sauce thing. Um, and at first, I, again, wasn't a huge fan just because what I was buying was store-bought stuff, right? And it was adding heat, but not a lot of flavor. Um, so I was kind of like, well, okay, so-so. It's not, that's not, it's good, but it's not, it's, I don't know why everyone's saying, you know, everyone loves it. It's just what it is, what it is, right? Um, but then I think it was, I don't remember the year, maybe 2014, 2015. Um, but I do remember the exact sauce that I tried that kickstarted my hot sauce journey. It was actually Torchbearer's Zombie Apocalypse. Um, that was the first sauce that I tried that had a lot of heat, but also had a ton of flavor, you know, at least compared to the stuff I had been trying. And so from there, I'm like, well, wait a minute. People can make hot sauce that has heat and flavor? I didn't know that. And then I just went down a rabbit hole and here we are. And somehow I own a store now. I don't know how that. Do you, have a, do you have a physical location too, or is it just online? It's just online. I would love a physical location. Uh, I, I'm, you know, just hoping and praying that I can get to the point to do that. Cause that is one of the reasons why I actually started this is because here where I'm based in Michigan, there's not a whole lot of hot sauce. I mean, there are some, and I've got, you know, one that I'll show off later, but it just, it, it's not a, a huge hot sauce scene. And yet I still have a lot of people who are interested and, and curious about hot sauce. But again, all they know is the hot sauce you can buy at the store. I'm like, well, there's this whole other world out there, you know? Um, so I would love to to open up a, a retail store one day and, and, you know, can have a little bit more of a local presence. Um, so that's definitely the goal. So, so how did you like, go ahead. Uh, just how did you make that? And I know you, you said, it just kind of happened, but how did you make that turn sure. from hot sauce fan to, Oh, I mean, that's kind of a big yeah. leap to suddenly you have a hot sauce store. Sure. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. I just, yeah, I didn't want to uh, go on too long with that, that first question. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, it didn't start as a store, to be honest. Um, I have more of a background in web development. Uh, I have made apps and websites and stuff like that before. Um, that's, you know, I, I did that for a day job for a while too. Um, and I'm still kind of in that realm in my day job currently. Um, so that was where my background really was, is more on the computers, the IT side of things. Uh, and so it actually started with, I wanted to make a website that people could, that could help them find the, all these hot sauces that I knew about that no one else knew about. 
Um, and that website's still out there. It's actually hotsaucefinder.com, um, hot sauce finder without the E in it. Um, I wish I had more time to dedicate to that. Uh, but I just, I don't, at, you know, because I started up the, the retail side. So that's how it started, right? Is I, I kind of built a site that would help people, you know, you put in your, uh, your, what heat levels you like, what flavor profiles you like, what foods you're eating. And that kind of matched you up with sauces that paired well with you. And so that was my first step into the hot sauce world. Um, and it just didn't catch on, to be honest. You know, it's, I think it's a cool concept, but it needed, it needed a lot more to, to be successful. So then I decided, yeah, I decided, well, I have all this stuff that I built and I have all this hot sauce that I like. Let me try selling it and see if anyone will buy it. Right. Cause that was the, that was the number one thing I got on that first website was people would go there to find hot sauce and then they couldn't buy it from me. So I was kind of directing them over to the manufacturers or the maker's website, which was great. That was the purpose of it. But they just kept coming to me saying, oh, why, why can't I buy this from you? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Let, let me change that, <laughs> you know. Um, and so that's kind of how it morphed into the, the Scoville.com where it's actually, you know, a store that you can buy from. And it, it still has some of the bare bones from the original site. I mean, it's built on Shopify, so I can't do everything that I did on, on the old site because that one was completely built from scratch by me. Um, but it still has that same concept of, um, you know, kind of trying to, to match you up with sauces that pair well with you and stuff like that. And how long have you been doing the uh, Scoville website? When did you start it? Um, just over a year. I think it was in November of not last year, but you know, the year before that, um, that I would have, so that would have been what, 22, right. That, that I would have, um, started that up. Um, uh, so yeah, just over a year and, you know, a month and some change really. That's awesome. <laughs> so you see a lot How's of it goes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to ask you how it's going. It's going great. Um, I mean, it's, it's starting up a, a retail site where, you know, I went from zero sauces to 500 sauces, in a year hindsight maybe that was too quick <laughs> you know um because i'm still still got those bills out there that I, <laughs> you know we're working down um but that's that's you know i felt that that was that was where i fit in right is, is i couldn't just launch a because i wasn't making it myself and not coming to the table with a unique brand my selling proposition was well i sell all the brands right um and I'm not, I won't get to all the brands obviously, but I tried my quickest to get a, a biggest of a selection as I could. Um, and, and it's, it's, you know, exceeded my expectations for, for what I've done in a year. I mean, this November and December have been crazy. Uh, I'm still just a, a one man shop. Um, I still had to, I did have to hire or at least have some seasonal help during, you know, the, the, the kind of Black Friday and and then into the Christmas uh, December time frame, which was new for me to have to finally kind of teach someone else what I'm doing here and and, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh it's it's a journey. I'll say that, and it's um it's I've I've loved every second of it. It's I'll say I've I've hated a lot of those same seconds <laughs> of it. <laughs> I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so there's there's moments when I'm like. I'm loving this, but why did I decide to do it at the same time? You know, very conflicting there because um, it is a lot of work. And of course, juggling that with the the day job that I still have is, has been challenging. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving doing this and, and I hope I can continue to do it for, for a long time. Awesome. So are you a label guy? Do you like get into the labels at all? 
I do and I don't. I personally like a very kind of minimalistic, simple, clean label. Um, and, and the example that I would use for that, not just because he's here, but Zach's label, um, your new labels that you have, I think are, if I could choose a perfect designed label, it would be probably yours just because it's, it's very clean, it's consistent, but also each one, because you have the different flavor, the different colors for the, the flavors, they stand out. But then you can also, when you see it on a shelf, you know, they're all yours, but you can easily see which ones, you know, we, each different flavor is, is different. Um, so that's, I like that above the flashy, you know, or the, the kind of too hard to understand everything that's going on the bottle, you know, cause for me too, what's important when I buy a sauce is what's it going to taste like and how hot is it? And if I can't find those two things on the bottle quickly, then I will probably move on um, and, and look at something else. So, you know, and that's another example where if I can like with your bottle, Zach, I, I can know just in a glance, am I going to like this or am I not going to like this based on a two second glance at it? So. I like that. Zach's new labels are awesome. Yeah. My neighbor designed those for me. He's, he's been, nice. uh, they're, they're wonderful. I mean, give them, all the props in the world because I, do. I don't think I could have asked for a you know if I again if I went and asked for my perfect vision of a label it's it's yours. <laughs> well, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not blushing. You're blushing. Well, you can't tell with all this going on with the the. the... It's fucking cold here, man. It's probably colder outside here. One hundred percent, but uh, yeah, no. Below, did I see snow? Yeah, uh, in, in your post there, Zach. Yeah. Wow, you, had, you have snow. <laughs> We had, it snowed today, yeah. Wow. 100%. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, we got seven inches of snow here today, but that I think is no, to be expected. No, we, no. Yeah. No, nothing That's like crazy. that. But yeah. you figure not, like three three weeks ago, it was 80 degrees here, so. Well, I mean, we've and got now snow. It's 29. When I grew up in Berkeley, like, I think three times in my childhood, we got snow there. And it was the most, like, monumentous thing whenever, whenever it happened. And it would just be flakes yeah. falling from the sky, and that was it. Yeah, that's um, pretty much what it was. Clark, um, besides like your typical bottle of hot sauce, do you sell other things like, you know, chili crisps or mustards or like spice other other spicy foods? A few things. I don't have any chili crisps, but I do salsas. Um, I do have a few mustard-based sauces as well. And I'll do definitely barbecue sauces. I have, I have a lot of barbecue sauce. I think you can see one of Mikey V's up here somewhere. Um, but yeah, so it's it's... And I've got some kind of sriracha barbecue style stuff as well. Um, so I try to branch out. There's some seasonings in, as as well that I have. Um, they don't sell as well yet, but they seem to be kind of like a complimentary product, right? Like they might be coming here for hot sauce. Then they'll see a seasoning or a mustard or, or a barbecue sauce and pick that up with it as well. Yeah. yeah. And I, sh I would definitely like to expand more into other spicy stuff whatever it may be because i've even thought about bringing in i think mikey v has what are they like gator toes or yeah. something yeah um like spicy garlic or air, so air, I, i'm i definitely that's something that's on my radar for sure to to try to expand that a little well, bit and when you it's finally like do open a store having some things yeah. that are really on the low end of heat or if none we came out with a ketchup and that has been great because we've always got that one person that doesn't mm. like any heat. And we can always sample that. 
Yeah. And then they'll sample the hot and sauce. I think that's right. Well, and I think that's going to be an important thing, especially here in Michigan, um, because uh, we're, we're kind of wimps when it comes to heat. So I, I, I've got to, I've got to definitely, if I do open up a, a retail store, I've got to, you know, make sure that people are aware that there's, I think there's this, sometimes this it might be hot ones or, or, or whatever, but there's this stigma that hot sauce has to be really hot and, and sure that's a thing, but to be honest, my palate is more towards the the medium or mild stuff. That's that's where I like the most, and so I think a lot of people don't don't realize that there's some hot sauce out here that doesn't even have barely any heat. You know, it's just kind of yeah. a, a flavor enhancer. You know, food enhancers. So um, no, I, I totally get you there. And I might have to check out that that ketchup. Then I don't think I have any any ketchups <coughs> in the in the store. Oh, so I will say, really interesting. Stuff. There is no ketchup in our house. We do not eat ketchup. I could tell you the last time I had a bottle of ketchup in my personal belonging. I own a bottle of his ketchup, and it is in my fridge, and, mm. and it gets used on a regular basis. That makes me Excellent. feel so good every good time. Know. You've said that a few times, and I really appreciate that, Zach. Thank you. What, uh, Clark, what do you look for in, in a hot sauce that you want to carry? Like if somebody, if you're look, if you're reaching out to a new hot sauce maker or they're reaching out to you, what are you, what are you looking for? Well, I mean, if we want to go beyond the first step of that, which is to make sure that they're legal to sell, um, that's, that's kind of the, the number <laughs> do, one thing. Do you confirm uh, that? Zach's helped me do there. Do you confirm that? I do to the best of my ability. Um, I, I you know, the, the ones that I know are good. I, yeah. I I don't ask every single one, but the ones that I'm not sure of, I, I you know I'll ask for you know if they have a food license or do they use a co-pack or do they make it themselves. I try to I try to ask a couple questions so that at least if I get answers that I'm kind of unsure about, then I'll dig into it further or or you know maybe even ask Zach or whatever. Like, hey, have you heard of these guys? You know I, I think we've had that conversation once or twice once or before. Twice. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, but beyond, if we go beyond just the legality, uh, part of it, it's, I don't even know if this is probably not the best answer from a retail, you know, business, uh, perspective, but it's really just, it's almost, if I try a sauce from a maker and I love that sauce Sometimes, I mean, I, I'll, I'll just be transparent. I did it with Spike this weekend. I, I, I got a bottle of his red flower um, sriracha in, I think it was the Brian Ams, mm -hmm. uh, you know, hot sauce box that I subscribed to. And I tried that and I just couldn't help myself. I said, I need to sell this stuff in my store. I, that's the way <laughs> so to do I reached it. out, I, even though I was going to be on the podcast, <laughs> you know, um, and I mean, I have, a, and it's funny because I get so many people that come to me asking if I will sell their stuff. And, and I have a long list of, of a backlog, but sometimes my emotions just to get the better of me. And, you know, I try something I like, and I'm like, I need, I need to tell other people about this. Um, I mean, that's the reason I started the store in general, right. Was to share this knowledge and this love of hot sauce with other people. So when I just have that, that, that thing that, that just really, I just can't stop thinking about it like this this red flower that I've already eaten half the bottle of in the two days that I've had it. I just I just I can't help myself other than to reach out and say, hey, can I can I you know can we talk about getting your stuff in here? Nice. I don't know if that makes makes the most financial sense, and and you know we'll have to see how that pans out. But that's that's the way I do it a lot of. I think the time. that's the way to do it. If you're passionate about <clears throat> it, like that'll that'll come through. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. Yeah. 
I'm Claire George. I own Butterfly Bakery of Vermont. We make hot sauce, mustard, cookies, and granola, and 100% of our products are made with Vermont ingredients. The thing that I hear most often from people is that my hot sauce tastes like the peppers that are in it. We do really simple recipes that don't get too crazy and nitpicky just to really accentuate the, the flavor of the peppers that are in there. The unique thing about our hot sauces is how much we feature the farm and the relationship with the farm and really um, bring the terroir of Vermont to our hot sauces. I am pretty sure I am the number one purchaser of Vermont grown chili peppers. I would love it if there would be a legitimate pepper market in Vermont where people would know Vermont for its peppers. We're all better for supporting each other. You know, and I think that part really shows itself with the collaborations that I do with the other businesses and the other farms that, that I love working together and coming up with new ideas and presenting each other with new challenges. And I think overall that's the attitude here. And I absolutely love it because that's my attitude. I try to live by life with love. The ingredients that I use, I would say that my values are reflected in that, um, that I use ingredients that, again, feel good, feel loving, feel supportive. The relationship with the farmer was how it all began. If I changed the reason for it being, if I went out and bought some commodity peppers, you know, it might not be as good. <laughs> You can find Butterfly Bakery of Vermont hot sauce, mustard, granola, and cookies at ButterflyBakeryVT.com. What are some of your favorite and least favorite hot sauces? You don't have to call anybody out. It could be Lisa. Do it. Your favorite and least favorite style, <laughs> styles of sauce. However, you know, you can say whatever sure. you want. We um, can edit as you wish. No, and, <laughs> right. I, and I'm just joking. No, I... I think I'll leave it. I mean, I, I, I can use some examples, but if I keep it a little bit vague, uh, taco sauces are probably my favorite. And that might just be because tacos are my favorite food. So um, that's just a natural thing for me. Um, anything that's kind of got a tomato base, um, that style of kind of, you know, spices and cumin and, and that sort of thing. I just, I love, I use it on everything. Um, and I have one with me um, that I was going to use for one of the other segments, but this would be a good example. The Mikey V's. I love, you know, tacos so much. That's one of my favorites. Um, if you ask that question later, I'll have to re-show uh, that again. Uh, so that's that's an, an example of, of some of my favorites. If I had to think about my least favorite, the first thing that pops into my head and it's probably because I tried one of these recently, so it's just recent in my head. I'm not going to name who it is, even though it doesn't really matter because it's a store brand, so they'll be fine. Um, but it's hot sauce. It's smoky hot sauce that I don't want to say it's because they use liquid smoke, but it's it's hot. It's smoky hot sauce that is just overpowered with the smoke flavor that that's all I can taste. Um, is it? I mean, I've only... Is it made with liquid smoke or is it a black colored sauce? It is made with liquid okay. smoke. Yeah. Um, and, and I will tell you, it's the only hot sauce that I've ever thrown away. I, I mean, I've, I usually will, even if I don't like a sauce, I'll be like, I can find a use for it. Um, but this one was just the only thing I got from it was liquid That's smoke. Cool. I, I There was barely even any heat in it. 
again, it was a store-bought, so that was part of why there wasn't much heat in it. Um, but it was just, I mean, maybe if I used it as a marinade on the grill, I could create a smoky, you know, flavored, uh, you know, I could mimic smoking something. Mm. Uh, but just to eat, I'm not, it, no, it's, it did not did not do it for me and and that's that's not to say i don't like smoky sauces i have one today that that i'll do in my hot sauce show and tell that also has liquid smoke in it but they do it well and it tastes good and they don't it's not overpowering the 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 rest of the sauce well and what but so that's what smoky use is important yeah Yeah. which kind yeah i'm sure you know and i'm sure store-bought sauce it was probably just whatever came off their supplier truck you know cisco or yeah, whatever. U.S. Foods <laughs> comes in a gallon. It costs like six bucks. Yep. Right. Oh, I guess it's me. All right. Yeah. The big Dropping question. The ball here. Oh, so you can... <laughs> I love how much Zach. I refuse to answer this question, and you <laughs> can obviously refuse to answer it too. So you're stuck on a desert island, right? Um. You were on a ship, ship sank, you're the only survivor, you got, you're on the desert island. All the food from the ship keeps washing ashore, so you have a, lots of different foods to eat, but there was only one hot sauce on the ship. You, Which one would you want it to be, or which ones would you hope that one would be? Does that make sense? Sure, and I get why Zach says he is not a fan of this question, only because I have I have honestly racked my brain. I'm like I, ha- I only have to choose one. <laughs> How can I do this? And and honestly, right now I have two that I'm not sure which I'm going to show you, because um, it, it's it's very that's it's such a hard question to just choose one. Um, but if I had to choose one, that not only is it the only sauce I'll have for the rest of my life, but it's the sauce that I have to put on all of the food that I'm eating, regardless of it is of what it is. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with, I'll shake it up a little bit here. This is, um, it's called super soft and it's from up all night bottling company. Um, I believe they're out of North Carolina. Um, this is pretty mild, but it's a smoked habanero and Serrano sauce and it's fantastic. Um, it, it's not overpowering in the smoke. It's not overpowering in the heat. Uh, and it's just, it's made with all, you know, fresh ingredients that, that I believe he either has a farm or he partners with a farm by him that he gets all the ingredients from. I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know I just see a lot of pictures of him at the farm. So he's, he's doing something there, um, you know, to get those. And it's just, it's wonderful. Um, and, and I can put it on anything, whether it's eggs or, tacos or you know chicken it just pairs well with anything so it's kind of a very good everyday style sauce have you had anything from claire i have um i think the i think the only thing i that the only thing i remember having is your cilantro and onion oh, yeah. um oh. is that yeah is, is that the cilantro is it yeah, yeah. Onion? Yeah. yeah um and it's funny <laughs> right because there. he's got it right there perfect <laughs> and it, it's funny because I don't like cilantro. Um, and I know Zach, you mentioned that too. And, and I, it took me a while to try that sauce because of that. And I love that sauce. I, That's I, awesome. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's something about, I don't know if it's because it's cooked, like the cilantro is cooked, I guess. I don't know. There's something about it where I don't get that same, uh, just bad aftertaste. 
that I normally get from and, cilantro. And it's funny because there's that? a lot of cilantro in there. Like a lot, a lot of cilantro. It is not light on the cilantro. And I taste, the funny thing is I do taste that, right? It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't hit me the way that if I'm eating a, you know, a taco with a bunch of cilantro on it and I, or, or a salsa or whatever. And it just, I just get that like soapy mm. kind of oh, whatever. Yeah. I, I've, I've, it doesn't come through in your sauce. I, I've been realizing <laughs> that a lot of the, like, you know, you know, when you first start a sauce company and you're just like, wow, it's really popular. I don't know why. Um, and I think, I think we get, a, we have a lot of varieties that are not the popular varieties in the rest of the country. Um, so like, you know, everybody complains about how supermarket jalapenos are really mild and have no heat. Well, that's largely variety based. They use early jalapenos, which grow really fast, turn over quickly. Mm. I hate early jalapenos. They're a pain in the butt to prep. Their flavor sucks, their heat sucks. So we don't use them. We use jalapenos or, you know, whatever. Yeah, right, exactly. There's, there's not great. And, um, and I think also growing in New England is just different from growing in other places. And, um, and so we don't have, we don't need to transport at large distances and all those things. So I think that, I think that there's more, I don't know, varietal luck that I've stumbled into <laughs> than, uh, than what, you know, if I were making this somewhere else in the country or just buying commodity that I wouldn't have that same luck with. Yeah, definitely. I think I think the other one. Do you have a smoked onion yes. um, that, one as well? I think I've tried that a long time ago. Yeah, that um, was and that one ones. was phenomenal. Yeah, as that was well. season seven of Hot Ones, and like yeah. it was our it's our still our most popular sauce. And then more recently, we have the uh, Taco Vibes um, that was number nine on Hot Ones on season twenty. Then that's I'm surprised that's. I think I have a bottle popular. of that. I love that yeah. sauce. Yeah, I think I have a bottle at somewhere around here. Um, haven't cracked it open yet. I'll have yeah. to do that. I should have brought it out for this. <laughs> well, and I can, I mean, it's it's a killer one. It's it's really, it's like everybody wears PPE when we're doing it. Um, and uh, just full, full gear, respirator, all of, the, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I should send you some more sauces. We've got, we've got a lot of stuff. Well, I've, I, I've actually been talking to, is it oh, Peter? Oh, okay. You have been talking to Peter. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he reached out uh, a couple months ago okay. actually, and so we've been kind of talking back and forth, and so we're just trying. I'm trying to find the right time, but um, but yeah, that's cool. uh, I definitely need to to get some more of those. Cool, cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Peter's great, so I'm glad he's talking to you. Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, is brought to you by Irish Spike's unique hot sauces and Vandal Pepper sauces. I'm Spike, the owner and executive saucier. Our sauces are handmade in the Pacific Northwest using the best possible ingredient. We believe that hot sauce equates to a balance of sensational heat coupled with a robust and complex flavor profile. Live your hottest life with Irish Spike's. Irish Spike's unique hot sauces and Vandal Pepper sauces are available at saucecult.com. Yeah. What um what inspires you in the hot sauce world or otherwise? Wow, that's a good question. Um I think so I'll I'll answer that in two parts, maybe just in general and then more specific about the hot sauce world. I think what inspires me just in general is I've always had a desire to be an entrepreneur and to own my own business. I've tried several times and failed, which is fine, you know, that that's the way you learn. Um, and I, I just, I'm really hoping for the day that I can do this as my job and not just have it be, you know, Oh, you, you sell hot sauce. That's cute. You know, I, I, I want it to actually be my full time provides my income, that sort of thing. Um, just because I get so much more joy out of that. Not that I don't like, I, 
have a great day job. I love my company. I love my ball. Everything like that is fine. But it's just, you don't get that same fulfillment as you do when it's yours and it's, you know, your money on the line, your integrity, your reputation. Um, It's just, it's so much more rewarding and fulfilling. So that's in general, what has kind of prompted me to do this. And I think if I hone that in onto why then I chose hot sauce for this is to share again, all these amazing hot sauces with people who really don't even know that, you know, hot sauce is anything other than what they see in the store. Um, Cause that's what it, you know, I have so many friends that they now like hot sauce because I've shown them that there's more than what's there. Um, and that's a great feeling, you know, the, to have someone, you know, it's, it's not something that I made. So I'm sure you guys as makers, that feeling is even, is even greater. Right. Um, but still to be able to listen to somebody on what they like and, and pair them up with something that will make their, you know, food experience better than to come back and say, holy crap, you know, what are some other ones? Cause that was amazing. And, and that's just, I love it. Um, and, and that's, you know, that kind of pairs both of those together and, and it's what keeps fueling me, uh, even in the long days and the, the, the long weekends, uh, that's what keeps me coming back. Nice. Awesome. Nice. So who inspires you in the hot sauce? Well, Zach, you ready to blush no. more? Everybody. Um, there's too many people. I don't, bro. Uh, I don't <laughs> No, You're kind of, uh, you're not allowed to be inspired by me. Yes, you. Yes, All right. you are. Let me see if I can. I'm, I'm fucking with you. Well, it's it, it's it's because Zach, you, I can see that same passion that you have for doing things the right way, and you know, making sure that even when you might get into some, I won't call them arguments, but when you, you know, when you check people on uh, certain things, you're doing it for the right reasons, right? Um, you're making, you're protecting this community. Uh, and that's, that's why I love this community because I haven't seen that in anywhere else in any other industry that I'm a part of. I, I mean, I think, I don't remember what episode, but I think you guys talked about, maybe it, it was you, Claire, who said there's, I don't see a mustard community like this yeah, or yeah. something. Um, you know, it's just, we look out for each other and even though you guys are all, you know, competing with each other in some sense of the word, you're all close together and you're helping each other and and zach i think you you know you just embody that to the you know the nth degree so that's there and there are many more out there just like you um i mean mikey v is another one where i can come to him and ask him questions he doesn't know who i am but he'll still help me you know that's that doesn't happen in a lot of places (laughs) yeah i mean that's just how it is i mean I don't even know how Spike and I connected, man. Like we were going through, <laughs> we were trying to figure out the FDA shit at the same time, like yeah. filing all the stuff on the FDA website. And somehow we like, I don't know, connected, became friends. And he told yeah. me back then, he's like community over competition. And it's just, it stuck with me, man. Which by the way, was yeah. said to me by uh, the people over at Secret Aardvark. Well, there you go. So See? Yeah. we're just carrying on tradition, man. And that's, I mean, that's wonderful because I, I felt when I first, you know, I've only been doing this for, like I said, a, a year and a little bit longer if you count the the other website, but um, I was very nervous, you know, to, to enter into this community and, and have people, 
not trust me or reject me or whatever. And it's been the exact opposite. I mean, I, I've had nothing but some support from everybody. I mean, there's, you might have a few, you know, <laughs> outliers to that, but for the most part, everyone has been extremely welcoming yeah. and it's just wonderful. I yeah. like the a so, few outliers. <laughs> I mean, there are. There's always there are, outliers. There always yeah. will be. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's those people you'd be like, but you just, you know, you, you try to give them some information, they get all defensive, and all of a sudden they want to take you out of the parking lot box, and you're like, oh man, I'll buy you the ticket, you know? And then their attitude, yeah, then their attitude changes, you know, but whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, but luckily they are the outliers, at yeah, least in my are. experience. It's not the norm, 100%. and that's what I like, yeah. you know? Absolutely. So, uh, myself, well, really, Spike has this idea of a hundred dollar hot sauce and he somehow roped myself and Claire into it. You've heard this saga uh, then if you've been watching or listening to the podcast. Yes. So we're planning on making a hundred dollar hot sauce where the level of ingredients and the processes we use warrant a $100 price tag. We're making a list of ingredients and or processes we're making a list that's suggested by you guys, our, our guests. So do you have an ingredient or a process that you think would be a good addition to this $100 hot sauce? So I think the first thing that comes to my mind is not necessarily an ingredient because that's that's your all's realm. And, and I don't feel qualified to speak on that. But I would say um, the packaging. I, I think... The, and I don't just mean the bottle itself, which obviously, you know, will need to look nice, but I'm thinking greater than that, right? Um, think about the unboxing experience when you receive that product. I mean, you know, when you receive something from, well, this might not be the best example based on some things I've seen on the Facebook group, but um, we'll take the, the, the Hot Ones 10-pack box, right? I don't know if you've ever seen that. When you get the full season box, um, it comes in a very special, fully branded box that has, you know, each sauce for them. I mean, you know, Claire, you guys, Zach, you've been on there. I don't know if they were doing the, the yeah. 10 pack yeah, box yeah. back then, but I mean, they, they put a lot of work into the presentation of that. Um, now, maybe you could put a little bit more work into the padding so that I don't see as many posts on up and breaking. But I'm just I'm just speaking more about that. I didn't mean to put them on blast, but um, I just mean when you when you unbox it, you know that's that's the a lot of I think that's the first thing you think of right before you even see the the product when you just first unopen un that box. What is it? What, what's the impression you get if it's just a loose bottle of of sauce in some foam, you know, bubble wrap. That's not a hundred dollar hot sauce to me, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's, that would be my contribution is to make that unboxing experience something special. I really I, like that. Great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is a, yeah. A specially Nobody's designed, you know, wooden box or uh, just something, something fancy. Yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, right. Yeah. Yep, yeah, we're only doing 50 bottles, so we literally could do like a we, really nice We could nice do like bottle. 150 yeah. bottles. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking at least 100, man. I'm just, at least 100. Be, I mean, it would be hard. I mean, do do we have a pot small enough to make 50 bottles? Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, <laughs> I do. I mean, I have, I have um, pots to make like 10 bottles, but like then I just jump right up to 150. So the, uh, I mean, the reason why I'm like, saying 50 bottles is because if we're going to do something that's where the cost of the ingredients and the processes go up to that 
out that outlay of funds is going to be yeah. pretty significant for all three of our companies. And so we need to True. make sure that we're balancing that. And also if it's a hundred dollars a bottle, I mean, 50 bottles, that's five grand, man. Uh, yeah. But okay. If you and I have to buy plane tickets to go to Vermont to bottle this shit. I do think that should be part of the process and that we should be open about that. That is part of it is that we all are coming oh. together to make this sauce and that's part of the expense. And we totally absolutely. document it too. We make a video yeah, about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I actually think I, I even that. know a videographer. We can talk about that later. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. this. Yes. All right. This is the, the best, uh, so far the best installment of the hundred dollar hot sauce yet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. one of the best answers we've gotten so far. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So now we're at hot takes. Do you have, any hot takes? Yeah, this was a hard, <laughs> this was a hard one too because you've said a, a few of of maybe mine in the past that I don't want to necessarily repeat. Um, but the one that came to my mind as a retailer is I think there's a there's a place for and this might be contrary to some of the comments I made earlier, but there, there's a place I think for all types of hot sauce out there. Um, I, I see a lot of stuff in some of the groups out there, you know, bad mouthing certain types of hot sauce, you know, but whether it's, even if it's your store brought brand or your uh, extract heavy, doesn't taste good brand, you know, sauce or the novelty, you know, style stuff. I think that all has a place somewhere. Um, and, and I say that because I sell a lot more of that stuff than I thought I would, right? I, I started this and I wanted to focus really hard on the craft makers, the ones that, that make flavorful stuff like I talked about. And then I started bringing in some of the other ones. I don't think they'll mind if I say De Bomb, Beyond Insanity, you know, that's very popular because of Hot Ones. It's my number one seller. And, you know, I, sometimes I get people who badmouth that. Why, why do you sell that? And stuff you know it's it's not good it's like well people like it and even if they don't they're introduced to my store because of it and i have the chance to then introduce them to 490 other bottles of hot sauce that they might like better um so i just think that there's there needs to you know there's people like things for different reasons and if if someone wants to buy a um something like that or or the more novelty like you know the skull and crossbones and and stuff like that ass blaster 5000 yeah i mean <laughs> why not if that's what makes them happy go for it i'm not going to maybe eat it myself but if you want to buy it from me i'll sell it to you and i'll also encourage you and show you some of these other makers that i think might have better stuff um so that's i don't know if that's that's the best answer. Um, but that's kind of, you know, that's the best one that I could think of anyways, just to kind of just, it's more so I came to that, uh, just being sick of the negativity that I see on some of the Facebook groups about certain things. It's just, if, if someone likes this and they're posting about it, why do you have to if you don't like it, just don't don't comment on it. Like, why do you, you know, um, just just let them be happy. That's fine. You know, I'm totally on board <laughs> yeah. with you with everything oh. except the ball. <laughs> but you know, it's it's, it's an you. entry point for people too. Like, yeah, you know, no, I know I'm joking. Like, exactly. whatever whatever gets them in, like whatever gets them in the door, you know, respect that. And and heck, if they want to keep cooking with it, or I don't know, 
hazing their friends with it, then they can do that. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, I had someone, you know, just last month they were, they had bought a bottle of, um, it's like a, a skull, uh, extract sauce, um, is, you know, 3 million Scoville units, extremely hot. Um, and they had called me about an issue they had with it and they were like, oh, this was going to be a great gift for my, for my boss. I was buying it for him. He loves hot sauce. And I got to talking to him about it. And then, you know, the conversation started to turn to, well, what, have you seen him eating hot, you know, cause a lot of times people who don't know anything about hot sauce, they see something like that and they might think that's perfect, even though you and I and the people in the community might not, you know, eat that sort of thing on the regular. And so I got to talking with him and, and I, you know, recommended a few others that had that same high heat level that he was looking for, but actually had some flavor. Right. So I was able to get him in the door with that novelty stuff. And then I was able to, you know, introduce him to some of the other makers that have, you know, a little bit more um, flavorful stuff. Let me put it that way. So like you said, entry point, that's, 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 it's perfect, perfect way to put it. Well, I don't like to put any boundaries on what I can't, for me, uh, I expect. So I love what Claire does. Claire has, says, I'm going to only use, uh, ingredients from Vermont. I think I have a lot of respect for that, but I also on my end kind of like the same thing on the other side of the coin where I like to take, I have every intention to take an extract and make a good sauce out of it because I just want to see if I can. And I don't see a lot of that. (laughs) I like to do that with things that you can't use. I have a sauce that has liquid smoke in it. I don't like liquid smoke, but I like that sauce. So, you know, I just was picky about the the liquid smoke I used. That's kind of my thing. It It's uh, my take on, I remember when molecular gastronomy first started and all the chefs in the industry were like, what in the hell are they doing? And then a couple of years later, they're like, that's the best. And every chef wanted to be doing molecular gla- gastronomy. Uh, oh, my God. To the point where it was like, just shut up. <laughs> You know, <laughs> nobody cares anymore. Um, it was great five years ago. Please stop. Um, and, and that's great. You know, I think both things create an industry uh, that thrives. It's kind of like a circular system, a circulatory system. You know, we've got things going both ways. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. I, I love that you're, you, you kind of challenge yourself to say, well, this is, Traditionally, people scoff at this, but I'm going to make something with it and show them that I can make it taste Absolutely. good. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, I love but it. But bomb still sucks. <laughs> I have yet to consume any bomb products. Yeah, we have it in the house, yeah. but I've never I've, had it. I mean, some of their other stuff is actually good. Um, I mean, and not only just bomb, but the the company that, that produces bomb Spice and Foods, they have some really, really flavorful stuff. So the... The the Dubon, the one that you see out there, the Beyond Insanity, you know that's that's the Hot Ones one, and and even the actual one that Hot Ones sells, that's the extract free. The evolution is, is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I hear there's. So- but if you want, I can send you a bottle, Zach. I'm uh, good, man. I've I've actually I've only had that in, on wing challenges um, when we get you know some of my friends get together and, and we do some wing challenges and 
Yeah. That's good. The once a year on that, that's enough for me. Clark, I'm curious about your um, your subscription box because I, I see that it's like a curated subscription box and I'm really curious how that works. Yeah. So that was an idea that kind of came from the, you know, the hot sauce finder website that I originally had was kind of taking that, that um, premise into my subscription box. And it was actually, to be honest, that's kind of what started my whole journey into this really from the start was that I didn't see anyone doing that. Um, and I, I mean, I found out why uh, <laughs> after I've gotten some subscribers um, and, and how time intensive it is to to do this. But yeah, it's, um, I think it's really cool. You know, you, you basically, you can set your heat level, your flavor profile and your food pairings. And then what I'll do is I'll go to my catalog of, of hot sauces and I'll find bottles that, you know, fit your preferences and you can do that. You can change that monthly. So if, you know, if you're on the monthly plan or the quarterly plan, whatever you choose to do, but you can change that. So if one month, you know, you got a bunch of, you wanted a bunch of, you know, three extra hot sauces and then, well, I didn't go through all three of those because they were too hot this next month, give me some, you know, medium or mild sauces. You can change that every month and and we'll, you know, continue to tailor that to your, um, to your, you know, your, your preferences basically. Um, and that's, I mean, I think that's our selling point for that, right. Is there's no one else really doing that. Um, and it's, again, it's a lot of work to custom curate those. I do have a little bit of help from, you know, some backend stuff that I've set up on the website to, to help me with some guidance there. Um, but for the most part, it's still me just kind of handpicking them and saying, yeah, that one, that one, that one, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It just seems really cool. I've never uh, subscribed to a sub box before, but I know another big one out there that's not the hot ones. Uh, you know, sometimes people order the extra hot box and they'll be getting sauces that are definitely not extra hot. Cause... Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the challenging part. And, and, you know, that will, that's going to be a, an issue with me too, as, as I scale is, you know, when I, because I custom curate each box, I can't always guarantee the cost of, you know, each, the cost of each box is different. Right. Um, and so I have to be careful, especially with the extra hot boxes that I'm not sending them, you know, three bottles that cost me $40 and, and they only paid me 30, you know? Um, so that's, that's the, the, the careful part that I have to play there. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just something that I I've seen, a lot of that was when I kind of did some user studies and, and user feedback on the subscription boxes. That was the number one thing that I got as feedback was that, well, you know, I had it for a few months and maybe, you know, one bottle each month was a bottle that I'd like. The other two bottles were just not my thing, right? They were either too hot or too mild or a flavor profile that I didn't like and I would never touch it. And so, that's where I kind of thought I'd come in and say, well, we'll make this fit you, you know? Um, and we, the feedback we've gotten on it is, is, you know, been very, very positive so far. Awesome. That's awesome. I believe we're at hot sauce show and tell at this point, which I believe mm-hmm. is Claire. The what? Me? You want, you want to know what I brought? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, it's, it's your, it's your question. It's, your, it's your my question. question. Oh, am I, is it, is it, oh, look at that, it is. It is. Um, yeah. So Clark, hot sauce show and tell. I have to imagine you have a lot of hot sauces to choose from. 
Um, what did you bring today to show Please. us? Sure. So I brought this bottle of the Siren from Grand Traverse Sauce Company. Um, so I wanted to represent Michigan here because I'm from Michigan. And so they're based out of Traverse City, Michigan. And um, this is a, this is again, this is another smoky sauce, smoky cayenne habanero um, sauce. And it does have liquid smoke in it. Like, a, you know, like we talked about earlier, but it's, it's done beautifully. And it's, uh, I mean, everything I've had from them is wonderful. And it's, I just love that they, you know, they try to source as many ingredients from here as they can. Sometimes I'm sure you probably have the same issues, Claire, but sometimes it's hard to, to get those, you know, in certain climates. Um, but I know they try their best to source locally wonderful company to to work with and they make tremendous sauces nice nice uh, i've heard good things what do you awesome. got claire yeah what i have so this is i do? branched out a little bit i'm um i realized that i you know i know it's called hot sauce show and tell but it doesn't really have to be you know a traditional sauce so um in the world of unmarked things <laughs> um uh -oh. that is the entire label on this entire jar so this is this is a refrigerated product. It's not a certified can, um, but it's a fermented product. This is something that I have my mom ship to me from California whenever I can. Um, it's called oat saute, and it is okay. There you can see it. Um, it is a Vietnamese um, chili sauce, and she gets it from a vendor at her local farmers market. She sent me one, my mom sends me all the most random things, and most of the time I'm like, oh, that's cute, mom, and then I you know, maybe taste it and then throw it away. Um, and this was just incredible. And so we just keep asking her to send us more and it is, um, it's got crab in it. Um, and so in our oh. house, we just call it crab sauce. It's a fermented chili sauce with crab in it. And I, I put it on dumplings. I put it in, I mix it into like any like stir fries that I'm do doing or noodles that I'm doing. Um, mix it with, um, sour cream to make a really good, um, like, um, wonton or sort of like dip like that. Um, this it's, it's kind of like a chili oil, but like not as like tacky hard and then there's that crab that and scallions and like it's it's so good that's awesome what'd you guys bring i'm hungry now yes <laughs> zach stalling <laughs> i brought a taco sauce jersey, yeah. nice. jersey bar, uh, barn fires smoked ghost taco as you can tell i just got it a couple days ago i've gone through quite a bit of it it is really really good uh, yeah. Thank you, John. This is fantastic. I have to try them. I haven't tried Jersey Bonfire yet, and he's reached out to me, and I, I really got to get some of his stuff in here because so I heard nothing good. but fantastic yeah. stuff. Yeah. What about you, oh, Zach? My turn. <laughs> yeah. We got some Uncle Mungos from Australia. It's their scorpion wow. wing sauce. Ooh. Nice. Uh, so we should probably have this guy on the show at some damn time difference is like fucking chaotic uh, but he's got a similar story to my homeless like drug addict turned hot sauce air and he's just killing it awesome yeah we definitely need to have him on we'll have to figure out the timing on it but uh, you know we can have a wonky day or something well it's, you know what haskell's from the uk wants to be on too also time difference issues did i already book him we'll figure there it what? out yeah. Well, five They're eight hours, hours ahead of east eight hours from you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
I, I've got a friend in Scotland and it, it, we work it out. I mean, we just, yeah. I, I'm talking to him and it's morning here and it's evening there. So, or the other way around. Um, all right. Awesome. We well, done? well, Clark, as we come to a close of this episode of Flavor Balance Heat, do you have any questions for us? Any questions for you guys? Um, I don't think so. I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Um, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll see, uh, this will, you know, see wh- how, where the question goes on the answer and if it'll make it into the episode. Um, but do you have any tips for someone, you know, like me just starting out in this kind of realm that, you know, wants to succeed, uh, but is trying to figure out how to make it profitable (laughs) is the best way I can put it. You know, who's having a lot of success, but is not there yet uh, from a numbers standpoint. Yeah. You're not trying to be, you're not going to make any money. (laughs) That's what I keep hearing. (laughs) Yeah. You want to know how to make, you want to know how to make a million dollars in the hot sauce industry? Start with five. (laughs) Yeah. Start with five. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I mean, ultimately man, it's, it's pretty custom, uh, business-wise, that you don't really make money your first couple of years. Uh, if you survive the first two years, I'm not saying that you won't. I'm sorry if that came off that way. Uh, no. Then you'll start to, you know, you'll be bumping into black after that. Maybe not, like, expansively, but, you know, unless, you know, you have somebody fuck you over. And then, but... I, I do have a tip. <laughs> they... Oh, go ahead. I think no, you know. I was going to say, yeah, I am. Okay, uh, so I I think uh, you should um, you got help this Christmas. That's good. As it gets to that point, as soon as you feel it at that point, get help on a regular basis. Get somebody that you can rely yeah. on. Um, even if it means you don't make as much or it's the the line is close, you'll move forward faster as soon as you get that help. Yeah. No, I can. I that that makes perfect sense because. You know, I, I think I'm at that point where that's going to be helpful because, you know, I, I'm running into roadblocks just by having not enough time in the in yeah. the day. And and there's things that I want to do that I don't have time because I'm packing orders and, and bringing in new new inventory. And so, no, that's that's a great tip is to, um, yeah, bring someone in to to help that. I, I do <laughs> have a tip, man. Make sure you have at least one day to yourself where you don't do any work, nothing hot sauce related either. I don't know if you're married, are you married with kids or I'm not just make sure you have a day of you because if you don't, you're going to go fucking crazy. And don't let anybody talk into doing yeah. a podcast on that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, is that Sunday for you? Zach? <laughs> it was, it used to be along the lines of what spike said. Like I've, I often find myself getting annoyed at like a new thing that will bring us in more money. Like an order will come in and I'll be like, ah, crap, I've got other things I need to be doing. And I'm like that anytime that I'm getting frustrated at sales or things that'll help the business be more successful. That's the time when I realize I either don't have enough, enough employees or I don't have the right employees or doing the right things because at no time should I be frustrated at the idea of making money. Right. Yeah. And I, 
I feel that because I've had that a couple times where, you know, I, I pack orders every single day just because I have to, to to keep up with them with the limited amount of time that I have. And I'll be getting close to the end. And then I hear my phone go off that I got another order. And instead of being extremely excited, like I should be, I'm like, well, I'll be out here longer. It's like, that's not the right mentality to have. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. am I doing here? So. So That's a when great I first mentality started, for your employees to have, by the way. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I first started, I would pack orders every day. I was still painting houses and, you know, doing hot sauce on the side. And I was packing orders every day. And then it got to the point where I was painting houses and then making sauce and then packing orders like every day. Mm. Yeah, I got burnout real quick. That's what I'm saying. Make sure you take a day where you don't fuck with no orders. I don't care if one comes yeah. in and you're sitting there. Don't do it. Just like you need a day to decompress. Because if you don't, yeah, you're you're that's great. You're gonna burn out. Or I personally burned out real quick, and I have these. I still to this day have moments where I'm like, "Fuck this shit! I don't want to do it no more." You know what I mean? Because I don't. Yeah, no, I feel I don't follow my own rules. You know. Well, it's it's easier said than done. You know, I'm right there with you, Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take that advice because I'm I'm feeling that you know that exact mentality that that i've that you're expressing that i've heard you express before yeah. on, the, on the podcast yeah, and, I, and that's why i said it's a love-hate relationship with with owning your own business yeah. right you love it but then it's sometimes you're like why did i decide to do that i mean it's, it's a real thing and like if i have a real bad day i'll call spike and i'll unload for on him for like an hour and a half because you know I, there's not too many people i could talk to about what the fuck's going on because they try to talk to my wife and she just looks at me and she's like i don't know what to tell you and i'm like fuck <laughs> You know, and it's nothing against right. her. She just, she's just been a, she's just been in a, she's always worked for somebody. You know what I mean? She's never, she doesn't understand what I'm going through. So she doesn't know what to say. And I and, like those phone yeah, calls. Exactly. I like that a lot because it helps pers- keep me going when I'm having a hard time. Yeah. And, and along those lines, finding somebody that you, that you can talk to, but also that you can ask advice of, um, you know, whether it's like a local business organization or finding like an, a, co- a coach or an advisor or a mentor or somebody that you can ask those questions of like, what should I be doing here? What was your experience in doing this? Um, mm-hmm. I've had a coach for the past, uh, God, I guess three years at this point. Um, and I, I don't think my business would be, would exist if it weren't for him. Um, he just as there's so many choices that I, I mean, so many hard choices that I have to make. And I call him up first and I'm like, Lawrence, what am I going to do? What do I do now? And he just like walks me through it. And it's fantastic. And is this person in the hot sauce no, world or no? Or um, he's, okay. he was a That's friend. Nice. I mean that he was a friend first, but he founded um, Otter Creek brewery, which is a big brewery here in Vermont. Um, and, okay. Uh, and okay. then he's, worked for the state and he was a CEO and he, and now he's gotten into coaching. And I was initially extremely resistant to coaching. I, I run my business the way that I want to run my business. And it's not usually the way that other people want me to run my business. That's why I work for myself. And, um, (laughs) and so, yeah. And, you know, so having somebody be like, well, this is going to be your five-year plan so that you can like maximize your, your inputs and like turn a profit and retire a millionaire with a pool. And I'm like, that's not, that's not why I'm doing this. Um, and, uh, and you know, one of the things that Lawrence actually says to me is that as a consultant, his job is to look at my watch and tell me what time it is. And it's fantastic because he, that's what he does. He helps me figure out what I want and, and helps me figure out how to get there. That's what my, my business. That is wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. 
You know what? Because five years into this, I don't, I don't know what the end game is. I I spent I a solid <laughs> year figuring out what I even wanted. Like, like that that shouldn't be a complicated question. But like, what direction do I want to take my business in? That took me a year to figure out. Yeah, and I'm still trying to figure yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, it's not an easy question to answer. And it changes too. Like you think you're like, this yeah, is my path. Right. And then you're like, well, okay, maybe not. Well, I mean, I get it. I, I've been on the, I want to make my own product. I, from day one, I want to make my own fucking product. And now it's just like, I don't know if it's really going to be a thing. I, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going co-packer. Like I don't, I can't take the business any further while, making my product myself. It's just, I can't do it. I, you know what I, I like can't. though, Zach, you are going co-packer, but what you're doing is exactly what we were talking about, about smoke. So you can go cheap, but you're being very selective. And you're so like, that's where liquid smoke, you can get really good liquid smoke that man does a lot of good things for a product, or you can just grab the cheap stuff off the shelf. You're not doing no, that. Not. You're, you're get you're no. going the long, di- you know, you're, you're, you're paying more. For a reason, yeah. like you would for the. And it's, yeah, it's it's worth it though, dude. I, I'm. It's really it, it's an honorable thing to do, and it helps you to move forward. Yeah, I eventually want to bring it back in. Yeah, I want to. I want to circle back around because I don't. I'm not. A, I don't want to be a sales guy. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want to be out there, and I want to be. Hi, oh, this is who I am. This is what I do. But I don't. That's not me. I want to make the product. I want somebody else to do that for. Zach, when I, when I stepped back from production, I was really surprised at how much I liked what I was doing. I, I really did not want to be out of the kitchen ever at all. Um, and, and I, and, and then I got into the strategy of it. I'm not a salesperson. That's why I have a salesperson, but, um, but I, I, the strategy of the, of the logistics and the strategy and figuring out how to get what I want and do what I want and make the pieces work that was turned out to be just tremendously interesting to me. I, I get it. I, I, you know, that's kind of fun to me, but no, I, I, I don't know. No, I mean, but you might, you <laughs> no. might like it. You might like parts of it more than you expect to. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I would wonder if you're going to be surprised there, Zach, just because, you know, I, I, I see some of the decisions that, that you make that are just, I'm like, Man, this guy just has a business yeah. sense that, you know, and, and so I, I me? And I know you kind of make a little, yeah. you kind of, I know, see you, you make that face, but I just, I see, I see thing. I'm like, this is, you market the product. Great. You have great late. I mean, I just, I see you taking that, that co-packer, that making part out of your equation, even if it is temporarily, that way you can, you can spend the time to grow the business so that you'll be able, if you want to go back into it and then have your own facility that, that you know, makes it at the volume that you need. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause what, what I've seen or, or just heard from your talks and again, I'm not a, I'm not a maker, so I can't talk to the specifics, but it does seem like you're running up to similar things and just that you're, you're limited by your time, right? You're spending well, a whole bunch of time making all this sauce and fire roasting everything. I, I'm that. limited. I'm, I'm limited by my shared kitchen space is, is what it is because, you know, just, gotcha. just to even make, bottle product i gotta get shit to the kitchen from the warehouse like glass whatever else and then i gotta go drive and buy ingredients because cisco is 30 percent more and only comes one day a week 
and it's like the middle of the week, which fucks me on three days of production. You know what I mean? And then it's like, go to the kitchen, bottle it, box it all up, take it back over to the warehouse where I unbox it again and put it through the packaging line, you know, where it gets boxed up again. And then I touch it again to ship it. I just touch product entirely way too much right now. Entirely way too much. Yeah. And what, what I'm not hearing in all of this is you out there marketing and, and selling the product, right? Oh. I mean, and of course, your seems like your product sells itself a lot of the time, which is fantastic. But I, I think, you know, having more time to dedicate to that, I, I think you'll be surprised, like Claire said, what you might just naturally fall into. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, the first three I mean, years like, we were in business, I touched got a knack single Let bottle. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I haven't touched a bottle on the processing line in a while. Um, because it, I have to make myself not, but I agree with Claire. I thought I would never want to do that. And now I am so much happier not doing that and leaving that to my employees to do and just overseeing them, making sure that they're doing right, encouraging them, making them care about our product as much as I do gives me that same feeling as doing it. And so it's about like infusing that into, into the people that work for you. So for instance, I mean, I've been doing this in Tucson since 2020. You know what I mean? That's, I don't know, we're going over four years now, and I'm only available 13 stores in Tucson. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. That shouldn't be a thing. Like, I should, you should be able to go anywhere in Tucson and get high desert. I mean, it's a Tucson fucking product. You know what I mean? Let's see how many, let's see how many stores in Arizona proper you know you know one of the things that i love about um stepping out of the kitchen is i had this dawning realization one day that i was like i can buy long sleeve shirts now <laughs> like yes. i didn't have to wear <laughs> short sleeve shirts all the time because i was always getting you know i was always pushing them up and you know so i always had sh short sleeve shirts but then i was like i'm sitting in an office i can wear a long sleeve shirt look at me being all fancy Right. Yeah. Like we're only available in 23 stores total in the whole state of Arizona. Like it's, I don't, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me. I was, uh, create, I was working on new hot sauces today with my daughter who works on the line for us and bottles for us. And I said, yeah, last week when we were testing sauces, I ruined my shirt. And it used to happen all the time. Most of my shirts were just garbage. Um, and she goes, welcome to the club with like a, a little snide little edge to it. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I, most of my shirts don't do that anymore, but all of hers do. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. You know what though? I will probably not miss like my entire wardrobe smelling like hot sauce. Yeah. I was like when like, I, when like, I moved hot sauce production out of my house, like oh. that was amazing. Like I would, my exercise, everything, everything in the house permeated the vinegar. And I was like, I would exercise and yeah. I would just like sweat hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It was a last, last January, Heatness picked up Ghost of Saffron, like for a sub box. It was like 7,200 bottle, bottles or something. And I'm not even shitting you. Like even after washing my clothes, all I could smell was Ghost of Saffron for fucking months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell when my kitchen crew comes down to the offices, um, they're on opposite ends of the building, I can smell on them which sauce that they're making in the kitchen. I, I know which one it is. Um, well, uh, Clark, do you do you have any big plans for this coming year, 2024? Any big plans? Um, I would 
love for this to be the year that I can say sayonara to the day job. Um, that's probably my biggest plan. I don't know if it'll happen. And again, I, I love my day job, but um, I've, I've been trying to do that for basically my whole life. Um, and this is the first one that, you know, this is, I've probably lost count three or four different businesses that I've tried over the last 15 years. And this is the first one that I actually have success in. And that's why I asked the question I asked earlier, because I'm having success, but it's not showing up on paper yet. Right. <laughs> um, you know, to, to warrant being able to quit that day job. So um, that would, I think be my biggest thing. Cause I would love to, like I said, I have a lot of ideas that I don't know if I've um, kind of, uh, flesh them out enough to speak to them eloquently here, but I have a lot of ideas for the brand um, that I would love to spend more time on. I just don't have the time or the energy to do it. And the only way to get there is to, you know, one, get help. Like, like you said, Spike, and two, you know, devote my everything to it, right. Make, make, make this my only option for income. Cause there's, there's, there's too many times that I've made decisions that are like, well, you know, I don't need to do this yet because I have the day job to fall back on. And I don't, okay. I don't, I don't want to, okay. I don't want to do that anymore. See, you're using the day job as a crutch, man. Just pull the trigger. And eventually 100%. I, I, 100%. I 100% quit painting houses long before I should have, but you know what? It just forced me to figure it out. I had to figure it out. Yeah. I didn't have a choice because I wasn't going back to painting houses. I had to make money making hot sauce in some yep. capacity or our, we were going to be fucked. So right. just pull the triggers. Just just do it. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Don't worry about the mortgage or the, <laughs> you know, any of that stuff. See, I, I stuff, had the advantage man. of starting uh, my, my company when I was like 22. So I had no, I had no anything. I had a roommate who got really annoyed at my business taking over the apartment. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, yeah, no, it was, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but no, I, I'm often grateful for the fact that that I started it so young. I mean, people said I was crazy, and I was like, "Why? I have no kids. I have no husband. I have no house. I have no bills. I have a used yeah. car that I I used to be a computer programmer, so I had you know money from that when I was in college, and that's that's how I you know lived under the poverty line for quite a few years. Yeah, I mean that's the best time to do it. If I could go back 15 years and <laughs> right. start this, I, you know, right? <laughs> I think you'll do it. I think that you'll get it done by the, the end of this year. It sounds like you are focused. Uh, you've got good plans behind you. I, I don't see why there's no reason why you couldn't be able to do it by the end of this year. I mean, as long as you stay focused. All right. So yeah, and, and I think oh, go I ahead. was going to say I'm going to retract my previous statement. Like, if you really want to do this by the end of the year, I retract my previous statement about taking a pay for yourself. You gotta, you gotta push through, man, and you gotta push the fuck on. And when you're going through it, just remember, one day you will be able to make your own schedule, and there will be weeks when you yeah. don't have to do a fucking thing. I mean, yeah. When I quit my day job and I started, I mean, like legit seven days a week. Yep. Answering emails at midnight. You know what I mean? Like, just it is what it is. Yep. Yep. I feel you there. I, I'm right there doing that. So no. Um, and I, and I think, you know, the, the, the other that kind of go along alongside that is opening up the, the retail store that I really want to do because right now, again, I kind of started this with the idea of 
bringing more awareness to hot sauce to Michigan. And I'm not really doing that quite yet, right? Because I'm selling online and sure, I'm getting some orders from Michigan, but it's not, you know, a whole lot. Um, and I would love to be able to do that. But I just, again, I've, I've got a reason why I can't be at a retail store nine to five or whatever it would be, you know, whatever the store. Well, and it's got to be, be right? hard because so. I would say farmer's markets, but most farmer's markets make you, you have to create the, the product within that yeah. a certain mile, you know, point right. miles. So are you familiar with the hot sauce realm? Oh yeah. You yeah. And it's, that's interesting. I have, um, I have, uh, I have, that's one avenue that I have desperately been trying to mimic. Um, not only the hot sauce realm, but, you know, Roger Dams, who you had on earlier, um, just doing the, the kind of consignment market, uh, side of things right um and and i see it's worked for the hot sauce realm because they have their own place now right so um, yeah so they, well they did the consignment thing but they would also host like hot sauce tasting parties and shit you know what that's i mean that's a good like, idea mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Just, like yeah. collaborate with a local restaurant do like a hot sauce tasting event like fucking 10 bucks and come test you know what i mean whatever you guys decide yeah. I, I know it just puts more hours on your plate but gets you out in the community yeah no absolutely and and i i think that's a wonderful idea and and you know to go back to your previous comment too, spike about the farmers markets um that's a good question that that i'll raise to to you know you three because i've i've questioned that myself uh our farmers market here locally anyways does allow uh you know retail uh booths as it were uh you have to kind of you have to prominently display what type of business you are, whether you're a, you know, a producer, a grower, or a retailer. Um, but they do allow that, and I've been hesitant just because I feel that I don't. Maybe it's a little bit of imposter syndrome or something, right? Where I don't feel like I belong there because I don't make it or it's not my recipe or my product, right? Um, so I'm curious what what you three think of well you that. have something to bring to it so you are a sommelier of hot sauce and so you're going to help these people to what i always tell people when they walk up to our booth is it's not my job to make you eat hotter or anything like that it's my job to match your heat level i'm not trying to push you in any direction mm-hmm. and so that's your job is to take all these sauces from all these great companies and go just like a, a wine sommelier, sommelier would do is that to guide right. them to the right sauce. There you go. That's that's what you bring to the table and that's a big big piece. And and also yeah, I love like that. imposter syndrome like I mean I we I I struggle with that feeling of like oh I don't belong here I wouldn't fit in or I, like we all do and the reality is look there is there anybody doing what you're doing? No. Great. There's a spot for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do it before it's, somebody yeah, takes that yeah. hot sauce spot at the farmer's market. Cause... Yeah, so this is <laughs> yeah, the, right. this is yeah. where you're at, dude. You got two weeks to figure the fuck out before this episode airs and someone else in your area gets the idea. You, <laughs> you, you, better, right. you better start – get off this and get on email. And start reaching out to your local farmer's markets. Be like, hey, I'm interested in the 2024 season. Well, and, and that's also to part of it a little bit. Um, there is one hot sauce maker here in my area that, that 
goes to the farmers markets and and so I feel like I don't want to step on that person's toes are they, a little are bit. Are they like legitimate or are they just doing it? They they are I would say how should I word this cuz I'm I, food. I I don't have as much of the knowledge as you guys but um they're I wouldn't say they're fully like FDA. they're they're not ready to sell to like let's say hot ones or something like that right or or whatever however you want to call that um but they're they're legit enough that um i do know that they have went to schooling they have their you know certificates um i i do know that they even get a special um exemption from i believe it's the fda to not have to put a nutritional label on their sauces because they're so low volume um so they've done enough homework to know what's legal for them at their size, but they're not big enough to, and I don't think they have a desire to be big enough to go beyond that. If, that if makes that's sense. the key, if they don't, if they don't have the desire to go beyond that, you do. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, but though you may think about partnering with them in some way. Yeah. 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 That's I've, yeah, I thought about that as well. Um, Cause we are, you know, we've been in communication. Uh, so, yeah. so um, one, one, was one popular or one thing that I often tell in my story is that I um, was uh, just sales were low at the farmer's market and I was experimenting and I decided to try new stuff. And I tried a lot of new things. I tried, you know, macaroons and cakes and all kinds of things. And, um, and then I would trade those items with farmers with whatever they had left and I would make things out of those items and sell those hot sauce was really popular and that took off. And like, that's a common story I tell the part of it that I don't tell is we had another hot sauce maker at the farmer's market at the time. And initially I was like, oh, I'm not going to make hot sauce. He's, he's already here. He's already doing his thing. This is just my little, you know, for fun thing. This is his real thing. I'm not going to do it. He then met a girl, moved out of the area and started selling at a different hot sauce or a different uh, farmer's market. And so I was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. gone. I can start selling. And I'm so glad that I did because I was just going to stop myself like nobody told me no, except for me. Right. And, you mm-hmm. know, you can let the, the, you know, powers that be at that farmer's market decide we already have a, far- a hot sauce vendor. We don't need another one. Like you don't have to say no to you and you can let somebody else say no to you. I mean, I love that. I mean, the other side of that is too, maybe they don't want to be out there selling their product. Maybe they want to be in the yeah. kitchen cooking and you, you present then with, Hey, you wholesale me your product, uh, you know, whatever profit margin and then i will sell it at my booth right you know what i mean and then they don't have to do that you know what i mean i, I don't know I, I don't know if their wholesale numbers would even work for you know what i mean like it sounds like they're pretty small so they might be in raped on uh, ingredients you know yeah that's and that's the other thing too with some of the smaller companies is i don't think they're at a stage to be able to wholesale at a you know at a price that I can then make any money as the middleman, so to speak on. So, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying though, for sure. Yeah. Well, but if it, if it, if, if you pay $6, if, and I'm just throwing numbers out there, right. If you pay them $6 a bottle, right. Cause that's what they need to make more or make a little bit of money, whatever you sell it for 10 bucks, you're not losing money. Right. You're just not making as much. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to see what happens at the end of the year. We're going to have to do this again in December. I think we should book you for December and see how it went. How it went. 
All right. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm serious. Down for that. <laughs> this has been fantastic. It's really nice to meet you. Yeah, it was a really yeah. good episode. Yeah. yeah, really nice meeting you. Oh, well, thank you. No, this has been wonderful. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Um, this is, yeah, this has been Clark, excellent. Clark and I go way back. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Zach? Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Um, you are the the very first bottle of hot sauce I sold on my store. I don't remember which actual sauce it was, but somebody bought a bottle of your hot sauce before, like I had the, you know, as I'm sure many who are starting out do, I, I got the website up and I was still kind of tinkering with it a little bit. You know, I had all my licenses and everything I needed, but I, I just didn't officially launch it yet. And somehow somebody found me and bought a, bo- a couple bottles of your stuff. Nice. So I, that's, you 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 get that that uh, trophy as being the very first bottle That's I've ever awesome. sold. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate having you on. Yeah, I, thank you so much for for inviting me, and we'll definitely have to do it again uh, at the end yeah. of the year and see I, how things went. I, I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, was brought to you by Butterfly Bakery of Vermont. High Desert Sauce Co. and Iris Spikes Unique Hot Sauces and Vandal Pepper Sauces. This has been a Spike Mine Media Production.